This episode of the Nerdball Podcast is sponsored by Jake Paluski at Real JP Multimedia. He does the music for this podcast. He has produced this podcast. If you need anything audiovisual done, he is the man to see at realjp.com, R-E-E-L-J-P.com. Let's start the show. Hi, I'm Lee Cochran, and I'm on the Nerdball Podcast. Hope we have a good time. The Nerdball Podcast with Lorenzo Melcher. All right, Lee. Thanks. Uh, thanks for joining me on the podcast. This is the two in a row of uncles of some of my best friends. I had I had uh, Kurt's uncle on last episode, uh, and now I got uh, another uncle on. Man, uh, uh, yeah. thanks for thanks for coming on. Hey, it's my pleasure. Yeah, I was, I was listening to that, and I thought the same thing. Well, the first thing I thought is uh, this is podcast what number? This is one hundred and two. Ah. Uh, and it took you so long to get to me. <laughs> I do. Hey, I'm, I'm not offended at all. I'm good, Lorenzo. I'm good. I'm good. But, but if, as long as I'm the second uncle on here, it's really good. Yeah, man. And uh, you, uh, I've known you for a long time. And uh, since, high, since I've been in high school is uh, mm-hmm. when we met. And um, you, I always liked going over um, Trey's mom and stepdad's house because it was like my second family. And then whenever I net, met more of you, I'm like, man, this is even more like another family. Cause it like you, you always guys, you and, and uh, John always treated us like just another, another kid running around. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's what we've always looked at. And I think that says a lot about our family too, to be honest, you know, we've, we've, we've always been, always been like that. Uh, uh, but you, you guys were good guys. If, if you guys were, you know, uh, jerks, yeah. You know, I don't think it would have been easy uh, as easy. I think, uh, uh, you know, I've, I, I've seen uh, Kurt every so often. I don't think he thinks I'm a jerk anymore for throwing his bike up on the roof. But <laughs> wait, uh, wait, wait, what's that story? I don't know. That story. Uh, you have to. Yeah. <laughs> well, we just decided to try to hide his bicycle from him when he was when he was younger. We threw it up on the roof. <laughs> oh, that's good. I'm starting out early. I, but yeah, that's, I, you know, it's funny is you get the, you know, when you said something to me a while ago about getting on the podcast, I start thinking of all these, all these things that come back, you know, uh, at the house of Louisiana, you know, and I know that went up for sale a few years ago. And I know you guys are sitting there going, man, we ought to buy that daggone thing. You know, we thought I mean, it's, about almost, it, it's, yeah. it's almost a historic landmark. <laughs> You know, with everything yeah. that happened, you know, I mean, you, you, but, but you guys, you guys were, uh, you know, growing up, you guys were ornery, but you guys were good kids. And that's, that's what always impressed me, you know, and, and to see how you, you know, your, your group grew up into, you know, good adults too. Yeah. I think, I think that's, that's, that's also been fun for me to watch too. I mean, you know, you're, you, you know, uh, you're, you're a great father. Trey is. I know Curdy's gonna be. You know, yeah. I mean, it's it's just uh, big Jim. You know, I mean, it's just it's just it's just fun to see. Yeah, and I would imagine um, if if you didn't feel that way, even way back then, you wouldn't have invited uh, a handful of kids that that quickly turned into fifteen kids stayed a night in your house. <laughs> fifteen? I'd be careful on that one, Lorenzo, because it was it was Trey. Were you in that first group? 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were in the first group. And then Trey says, hey, I think a couple other people might come down. <laughs> I said, yeah, that's fine. No problem, yeah. no problem. And then and then it got to be more and more. And I'll never forget, and Taylor and I were talking about this uh, when I told her I was coming on the podcast. Um, I remember, you know, her saying she was going to go down and get some cereal. And she stops. She goes, Dad, I can't. <laughs> And I said, why? She goes, I can't walk anywhere. <laughs> and people were just lined up. I, and I, I went down there and I thought, oh, my God, this is what Jonestown had to look like. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> just stacks of people. And I just picked her up and just kind of, you know, went through the went through plate operation kind of, yeah. you know, it was just kind of funny. That but was I, I literally yeah. thought of that, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's, it's things like that. It's, it's, you know, being up there in uh, Louisiana and, uh, uh, you guys just kicking the crap out of, uh, me and uncle Lynn and NCAA football. Yeah. And, and, and I, I think I had to talk Lynn from, uh, uh wrangling Trey's neck. Cause every time Trey would just call his play and then hit the spin button and go, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> and Lynn was just getting Lynn was doing the thing you're not supposed to just dive punch, just yeah, dive yeah. And, but it's just those kind of funny things that makes you think of the you know you've always got memories but you know sometimes they need to they need a reason to come come to the forefront yeah and and you're right you know about, about that their house going up for sale and we were texting about it and everything and then ended up getting uh demolished and they someone built a, a brand new home there but even when I drive by I always look at the house and and you instantly think of just all the times we had over there and how mm. fun it was you know it's oh, and, yeah, you know. it was so and it was you you just felt safe there too and like i said it's just an, another home it's not just a house it was it was another home that you knew you could go you could stay the night there you didn't have to ask anybody you knew what you know so it was just it was nice it, it was it was a cool place to be all the time mm-hmm. yeah, it sure was it sure was that's was a i think the one new year's eve party your mom and dad came over yeah and they ruined me on ever eating Mexican food again, because that stuff was so good, dude. Yeah, yeah. Gr- growing up, man, that's that's all I ever ate. And then my my dad actually had to tell my mom to scale it back a little bit because he was gaining too much weight. <laughs> but we still probably had it three nights a week, you know. Oh, I just, I just, I remember Leslie pulled me aside. She goes, "Be careful." I was like, "Why?" She goes, "You're you're not going to eat anything like this again." I was like, "Damn." <laughs> it's still so cool. It, it's it uh. When even now, when my friends eat it, when they when when they, my mom happens to cook or, or we have someone over, like I feel proud that that my mom can cook this way, you know, and and that my friends and, and whoever else, other family, enjoy it because it's, I mean, people people don't get it, and and you're you're and they're always like you, they're just so like they I love this stuff, like it's so good, and and I feel oh. like yeah, I got to eat this stuff all the time. I'm awesome. You yeah. Know? <laughs> well, come on, come on, mom, can we have hot dogs today? <laughs> Well, if it wasn't, yeah, we had a lot of Let's eat American that, taco. Yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't that, it was, uh, we had, it was always a spaghetti. My mom always made spaghetti on an off night or a casserole when she was trying to clean everything out of the freezer. So, yeah, there you go. It, <laughs> it, it, it's funny because John, uh, uh, 100% Irish, but the best food she can make is Italian. Yeah. She could make an Irish dish if, 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 if you, begged her to i feel like i feel make- like those are those are easy because you're always you're they always look like they're just made by a drunk person they're just so messy it seems like well plus there's no vegetables it's just yeah. meat and, you know <laughs> and some sort of gravy 
or sauce. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, I guess you, if you want to call potato a vegetable, but uh, yeah, you know, uh, I don't know about that. Yeah. Uh, well, again, thanks for coming on. And um, you, you, uh, first of all, one of my first memories of seeing you is you were just this giant dude. Uh, you, you, you seemingly worked out every day. That's what it looked like. Um, as, as was that the case when you were younger, were you, did you lift a lot? No, I, I graduated high school, probably 135 pounds. Okay. Graduated college, probably closer to 145. And, and, uh, I mean, you know, you dabbled with it in high school because, Hey, you're supposed to lift weights for football. Yeah. yeah. And we'd go to a, a buddy, his brother's garage and mess around a little bit, nothing really serious. But, you know, if, if you want to hear the honest to goodness, true story, uh, John and I were living in an apartment in Morgantown uh, and it was close to, uh, it was my senior year. And she came back and she said, Hey, I wanted to join a gym. It was two for one memberships. And uh, I got you one. I was like, well, you should just ask for half price because I ain't going into a gym. Sorry. You know, it's just, that's just not me. Cause sure. I was a runner. Okay. I was a runner oh, wow. probably, probably two, three months before that. Uh, a buddy of mine was over. He goes, why do you run so much? I went, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I never ran again. Really? And it, it, until the infamous race with Trey. But, um, <laughs> but we were, uh, uh, she pulled down a jelly jar and said, can you open this for me? I yeah. said, yeah, I'll get it. I went, <clears throat> you know, did a vein shake yeah. and everything. I said, well, it's, it's just stuck. It ain't, it's not going to work. Let me go get a screwdriver. Cause you, you know, you can pop the side of it. Yeah. And she grabbed it. She goes, well, let me crush it. Pop it right <laughs> off. I said, I said, where's that gym? Yeah. And, no, no kidding. No kidding. I said, I, and, but the weirdest, I walked into the gym and I, I did something that I, I don't know how many people would do, but I just stood there for a little bit and I found two of the bigger guys Yeah, and just walked up to them and said, Hey, um, I don't know much about this stuff. You guys obviously do. Yeah. Uh, do you mind helping someone out? I said, I pay. Yeah. I even told myself, pay you. I'll wash your car or i'll you know cook dinner yeah. and they just thought i was a knucklehead enough and they said just we're here every day at yeah. this time if you want to come down so i did and i started you know and i learned a lot from them the one the one guy uh ended up being in our wedding uh being an usher in our wedding and uh but you know it was it was it was uh or supposed to be but uh it was it was pretty fun and yeah. you know and then i i kind of got into it um it wasn't, it was about a six months later or so that we went to South Dakota to live. And, you know, we've, I found a, a, a good friend out there and uh, a gym that was open 24 hours and we just lift all hours. You know, I won't say that there, at the time there wasn't a whole lot to do in South Dakota, but <laughs> I found myself in the gym quite a bit and yeah. I just liked it because I, you know, and, and, you know, if, if you lift and you lift the right way, you're going to, you're going to get size, mm -hmm. but that's, it, it goes back to the first thing I started with that. I just wanted to be strong. Okay. That's all I cared about being strong. If, if, if that came with, you know, getting bigger, great. But all I ever wanted to be was strong. 
And, you know, uh, I just, you know, it's like I, 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 I tell John, you know, there's a lot worse things I could be addicted to. Oh yeah. 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 And, you know, and, and joining a gym, uh, can be intimidating too. Like you said, like you, you went in knowing nothing. There's very few people that would have done what you did to say, go up to the two biggest guys. Hey, can you show me some stuff? Even now I, I just joined the gym about three weeks ago. And I, I know now because I'm almost 40, like you can't uh, lift all the weight your first time back. You're going to hurt yourself. So I was, I do some weight, just a little bit of weights, you know, doing things. And I feel weird because I'm six, two, and I'm like lifting this small amount of weight. Like people are looking at me like, what is, what's wrong with that guy? You know, like, I know nobody really cares, but that's how I feel in my brain. Like I'm starting back out. I ain't trying to hurt myself. Yeah. Well, it, it there's a, uh, friend of mine who wanted to get back into lifting and that he's he's about six two mm -hmm. and i told him i said i said uh you know if you stick with this i said i can look good at five six i said but if you ask at six two you're yeah. a beast yeah. that i could never be and that's that's the way it is for you and and the thing of it is you'll add muscle mass now you yeah. know even in your 40s you know i mean uh i've you know, when, when COVID hit and they shut everything down, you know, didn't, I don't, you know, I didn't lift any and I've started going back, you know, four or five days a week. And, you know, I mean, I'm noticing the difference in me hell I'm 57. I was going to ask you if you were still, still actively doing it as long, as much as. Oh you yeah. Did. Yeah. I, um, I, I was, uh, uh, whew, what was it? Late nineties. I played, I played one organized soccer game mm. and tore my ACL Oh, geez. in first half. And I was, I had surgery all set. And I said, you know what? I did a lot of reading. I thought, you know what? I'm not gonna have the surgery. And the doctor was going to do the surgery said, you need the surgery. I said, no, all, I, you know, for what I want, I don't yeah. need to go water skiing. I don't need, I'm not playing basketball anymore. I'm not doing all that stuff. I said the, you know, I don't need a whole lot of lateral movement. He goes, well, your, the, your muscles and your legs are compensating for it. He goes, he goes, when you're in your fifties and you quit lifting, he goes, you wish you had it done. Uh, I said, I said, Hey, I ain't quitting lifting. I said, that's, I said, the, the day I quit lifting is when they're, you know, put me in a box or put me in an urn, you yeah. know, I mean, you know, uh, like so, I did so you had, you didn't get it fixed. No, no. And, uh, uh, when I had the opposite, the opposite, uh, patella tendon rupture, well, both patella tendons have ruptured, but, uh, uh, oddly enough, one of those was with Trey too. I don't know why I hung out with that guy so much, <laughs> but, uh, um, uh, but I said to, uh, uh, the doctor did the second one, uh, former high state linebacker, Greg Belisari, mm -hmm. he did my surgery. And I, I said, uh, uh, how's the ACL looking that leg? He goes, and they're in one. I said, no, that, that the other one's one I had really goes, there's not one on that one. Oh, really? I don't know whether he was joking with me or not, but, uh, but yeah. So, so you're seemingly walking around with no ACLs. No. <laughs> do you, is there, is there any, like, do you notice anything? Um, I used to, and sometimes it gives a little bit of fight. If I try like, going down if i'm carrying something and going out to the garage and yeah. taking that step down sideways okay every every once in a while i used to be a give but i mean i've had so much you know 
other stuff done to my my legs you know you know like i say both both uh patellas were repaired you know and i've had you know both scoped so but no i really don't notice anything okay i I really don't you know i walk you know i walk a lot you know i got two dogs still so i'm walking in mornings and nights and sometimes the knees get sore and achy but you know i figured that's more probably being 57 than you know not having acls sure yeah yeah i mean my knees are achy and i'm 37 so (laughs) and by and by no means before anybody watches this i am not condoning not getting acl <laughs> surgeries i'm not condoning that no it just it just uh worked out for you right i mean every every individual is different yeah, yeah yeah that's 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 amazing um so i know you you went to west virginia um yes. you're a huge west virginia yeah huge west yep. virginia mountaineer fan mm-hmm. uh what did you go to school for um, I, uh, I went to school and got a degree in, uh, English education, English okay. and journalism education, and, uh, had, uh, uh, two, two job offers. One as a teacher in, uh, Manassas, Virginia, and uh-huh. the other one as a, uh, 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 in, in, at a newspaper in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And I just always was intrigued by newspapers. Okay. And, and, and that's, um, so that's why you went out there to, to South Dakota oh, yeah. was for that job. Yeah. And, uh, what, suckers enough to hire me. <laughs> what, uh, what was, when you working for that paper, what was your thing? What'd you do? Was it, has it always been sports? Cause I know you're a sports. No, guy. no. I went out there as a, uh, copy editor, news okay. copy editor. And then I joined the, about a year and a half later, I joined the sports department, mm-hmm. uh, and then got uh, moved up to assistant sports editor and then went back over to news as assistant news editor. And um, about that time, we you know found out we were going to have Taylor yeah. and thought it was it was wise to get closer to home. And I think, uh, you know, Columbus, two and a half hours away. So that's yeah. probably, you know, it's, it's close enough, but far enough, I okay. think. And, you know, Columbus is a pretty cool city. Yeah. Yeah. And um did you, did you get a job before you moved back to or to Columbus or, 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 um, did Jonna you have to did. find something? Okay. Yeah. No, Jonna did. Yeah. I told, I told her, I was like, Hey, you know, if you want to go back so bad, go get a job. And <laughs> she hopped in, you know, you know, Jonna, she All hopped right. in the car, took off, <laughs> came back four days, four or five days later and said, all right, I'm, I start this job here. And I'm like, ah, blessed, you know, you just laugh. <laughs> Were you, were you loving life out there in South Dakota? Yeah, I, I, I liked it. Um, it, it. It's funny because I still get a kick out of people saying, oh, you know, give it five minutes. Weather will change in, in, sure. in, in Ohio. Yeah. Man, you've never seen anything in your life like South Dakota. <laughs> I mean, the summers were hotter and the wind, the winters obviously were colder. Yeah. And, I mean, it's, it's, uh, I loved, I loved it out there. My, my in-laws loved it out there. Uh, you know, you go out there the, and, uh, first thing you do is get a oil pan heater. Cause you, you wonder why they have all these electrical outlets all over town. So you can plug your car in in the winter. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. It's just crazy. Just, I mean, the hillbilly from West Virginia, boy, that blew my mind, <laughs> blew my mind. <laughs> Why do they got electric electric on these poles here at the at the at the at the mall? You'll find out in about three months. But yeah, we went there and 
the first year we were there, I think it was like September 19th, because that was mom and dad's anniversary, and it started snowing a little bit. And John and I went into a move, and we came out, and snow was halfway up the tires. Oh, no. And, and you know, I just had a, you know, uh, the I still had the Dotson F10 station wagon that was bright yellow, and that got traded in real soon for a truck. Sure. sure. <laughs> so, uh, so you move back. Um go to Columbus. What what's the first job you get when you come back to Columbus? Um, this is this is the only one I've had. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. All right. You know, I mean, uh and just worked uh, worked all worked around there, you know, around the yeah, paper. You know, and uh I came here as a reporter and uh about two weeks into being a reporter, the sports editor quit and uh my boss asked me, he said, Hey, you know, you got a sports background, you can be a sports editor. I was like, Yeah, why not? So I, you know, did that and then uh, he promoted to uh, assistant managing editor and then promoted to managing editor. So it's, it's been cool. Even now, you know, we still dabble. I still dabble in both news and sports, which is, which is kind of cool. And, you know, I did help uh, our shows group with banquets. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's not the same thing every day, which I think that's, that's, that's really what, even after all these years makes it appealing to me that I, I love, I love getting up every morning and, and, and start work. I, I really do. Maybe it sounds corny and no. maybe, 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 maybe the guys I work with, the people I work with are going to listen to say a guy's full of crap, but it really is the truth. I, 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 I can tell you, there's only been two days in 29 years that I didn't want to go to work. Yeah. And, and, you know, so, well, you, you know, it's, that's what everyone I always tell. I always tell kids when I'm talking to them, uh, on the football team, you know, uh, I said it before, but, uh, during the football season, I'll talk to seniors and I ask them, Hey, what are you doing after high school? You know, are you going to college, you going to trade school, get a job. And, and I'm just interested in what they're, you know, what, what they want to do. And cause I always tell them like, if you find a job that you really love, um, then you'll figure out how to live with the money that they're, that you're making. Right. Cause you're happy. Um, this is what I want to do. Here's the money. Okay. I'll figure it out. And then, and then there's, if it's a you know good company, there's other opportunities there. It's, it's tough to get a job, uh, be strictly because of the money. My, my dad worked, uh, at, at a GM factory for 31 years and he hated it, but he had four kids and he had to, yeah. you know, my mom lost her jobs toward the end. So he was working a lot then too to support everyone and he hated it. And I learned from him, like, I don't want to get up for work every day and, and just not and hate it. And, and yeah. And that's good. You know, I mean, yeah. Uh, I, I don't care what you're doing. I mean, look at, look at the, look at the contracts in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Those guys are making millions, but they want to make more. There's not a person on this earth that doesn't want to make more money. Sure. I don't care if you're Elon Musk, he wants to make more. Yeah. You know, you know, that's, that's part of motivation, but you're, you're very, you're, it's very true. You know, happiness, man, there's something about being happy. You know, uh, I, I, I laugh with a, a buddy of mine who's a, who's a FedEx driver mm-hmm. and, you know, we, we, you know, Hey, you like what you do. Yeah. It's it, you know, you'll, like you say, you'll make the money work out. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's a uh, it's a hard thing to figure out though, and sometimes sometimes you've got to figure it out on your own. I mean, no high school kid is going to listen to adults a lot of times, you know, and 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 you figure it out for the most part. Hopefully, people people figure that out because I know 
I have and lucky for me my wife has a good job too and and you know helps help support us so it's uh which makes it me able to to do all these other things like this podcast or coaching football a time off from that you know it's yeah yeah Yeah. you know I I say that now knowing that I'm I'm making payments on a wedding Taylor's getting married in uh, August nice I'm a grandpa I don't know if Trey told you that well she um oh it's on Facebook yeah that too but i i can't remember if uh last time i saw you if she was pregnant then or not i don't remember mm. i can't remember no, she's just family's about three and a half months old okay all right so well, that, well that's awesome congratulations yeah you, you know you. is i i um i mean you, you're gonna be you're probably the awesomest grandpa ever <laughs> well I, I i tell you what i i don't know about that because it's only three and a half months um I don't, I don't know if anybody's ever the best ever, but all I want to be is in the conversation. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Give me in the conversation (laughs) is best. And I'm happy with that. Um, you said when you came to Columbus, you started as a reporter for a few weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, is that a, is that a difficult job to do? Cause it seems like it, it, sometimes it'd be easy and sometimes it'd be hard to like, Hey, here's a story I got to report on. I got to get all my facts, all this stuff. It just seems to be difficult. You know, when you're, uh, yeah, it, you just have to be prepared. It's like anything, any other job, you know, and, you know, we always had a sign hanging up with, with, uh, it was a person had a shirt on, said reporter and uh, throwing a dart at a dartboard and saying, today I'm an expert in, and you know, there's a hundred <laughs> topics up there. Um, but I, I just, I just tell people if you're honest, with the people you're talking with. I mean, I, you know, you know, when I started out, it was, you know, there wasn't the internet. Yeah. You know, Hey, I remember we damn near threw a party in South Dakota and we got our first fax machine. <laughs> so we didn't have, we didn't have to sit like this and take track invitationals, top seven, top six places oh over the phone like this, you know, and then you just sit around like this and, you know, have somebody shove your head back up. <laughs> We got a fax machine. We thought this, how's it getting better than this? Yeah. Um, but I had to cover gymnastics meet state gymnastics. Well, I'd never covered gym- you, you. You know, before we got on here, you said your daughter's do- sometimes does gymnastics yes. above you. Yeah. You know, you know, I knew nothing about gymnastics. So I, I literally went to one of the coaches and said, Hey, you know, uh, the week of the meet, I said, can I come over and talk to you? I don't know anything about this. I'm going to cover it. And I don't want either one of us looking stupid because sure. of me. Yeah. And she goes, she told me, she goes, of all the people have come out here, you're the only one to do that. She oh, yeah. goes, I, I will help you with anything. And I, I just, you know, I, I mean, it kind of goes to what, what I've always told people, you know, you know, asking questions isn't a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength. Yeah. You, know, you have enough confidence to ask questions. And, you know, I, I tell everybody now, you know, uh, there's things, there's things that I come across. Hell, I've been in this business. Jeez, 35 years. Okay. I've been in this business 35 years. I still ask questions. Yeah. I still, Hey, you know, Hey, uh, Scott, what do you think? Andy, what do you think? Mm-hmm. You know? And, uh, uh, cause I, you know, I figured, I, I figured the moment, you know, uh, I have all the answers is the time I'm done. Well, that's, that's uh, important for people to know that, uh, just cause we're adults doesn't mean we have all the answers. Uh, I've told many people, um, if, if you ask me a question, cause I'm, I'm a supervisor at the Metro park where I work at, I'm a football coach. If you ask me a question 
and I don't know the answer, I'm going to tell you, I don't know. Uh, but let me figure it out for you. I'll, I'll find exactly. it. Exactly. That's the key. Yeah. That's the key. You don't say, I don't know and leave it at that. I'll find out. Yeah. yeah. I'll get back to you. I'll find out. And that's, that's the key to that's, that is the key to it. Because if, if you just say, I don't know. Okay. Well, who do, who do I turn to? Yes. Yeah. Who do I turn to? You know, you're, you're someone I look up to Lorenzo, you know, if a kid's saying that to you, I look up to you and, and it's mine. I look up to him. He says, I don't know. No. And you're not that kind of guy. I knew that, yeah. you know, it's I'll find out and yep. get back to you. We'll figure this out. That's, that's the way it's intended to be. Yeah. Cause if you say, I don't know, and leave it at that, then guess what? They're not going to go to you anymore. They They're going to find somebody else. And then you're useless. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then yeah. you wonder, then, then you wonder, you know, why aren't they coming to me? Yeah. You know? It's like, it's like the football coach that always yelled at you, you know, and uh, a buddy of mine told me, he said, yeah, you always ask the coach, you're always yelling at me. He said, Mark, don't worry about me yelling at you. He goes, you worry when I don't yell at you. Yeah. Because when I don't yell, that means I don't care. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, are, are you, um, are you still covering sports right now? You said you do a little bit of both. Are you, do you do sports? I, I don't, I I don't, I don't get out and actually cover events. I'll try to go to one or so. I mean, uh, football is really tough because we do a, I do a, uh, 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 a football show on Friday nights oh, during the high school that's, season. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, uh, um, I, when they had the Thursday night games, I'd, I'd go out to those mm -hmm. and every once in a while, but you know, it's, it, it, it's tough. Because we're talking about football, you know, for two hours now, and uh, outside of going out to practices, I don't see, you know, or maybe yeah. an occasional Saturday game, but you don't see a whole lot. But that doesn't mean you don't know what you're talking about. Sure, sure. I mean, you. That mean I know I do know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I was though. like, how do you fill two hours? <laughs> that's that's a lot. Yeah, but uh, I got a uh, we have a we have a great guy Ryan running the show. Yeah. And then uh, when the uh, uh, pandemic, they, the station decided not to do a game of the week. And so uh, we brought the guy that was the uh, analyst on the, on the uh, game prog uh, broadcast into the studio, mm -hmm. former coach. And so it's, it's just, it's just a great uh, trio. And it's, 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 I, I'd never say it's easy, you know, but because you got to prepare, yeah. But the show is as fun as anything I've ever done. I've, you know, I've been doing, geez, a radio show in Columbus probably for eight, nine, oh, probably 15 years. Wow. Okay. It's that's uh, almost back to when you guys were playing. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, uh, that's a long time. It's always, it's, it'll be, it'll be 19 years since we graduated. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That is a long time. Um, so you, you've been, I, I remember when you said that, I remember you do the radio show and I wasn't sure if you still do it, but it, is it just high school football on those Friday just high nights? School, yeah. Okay. Just all high right. school on Friday nights. And yeah. Just, and, just cover the big area, Columbus area and all the teams around there. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, which is good, which has come a long way. Yeah. And, uh, you know, since I, since I got here, it's really come a long way. And, uh, but now I mean, with my job now it's, you know, desk, computer screens and it's 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 mostly that every once in a while i'll, I'll get to go out and go to an event whether it's news or sports and mm -hmm. and i just 
you know, the proverbial kid in the candy store, you know, <laughs> you just kind of need to do it. Yeah. Yeah. But then, but then I talked to our, uh, like our, some of our sports writers and I see what they're doing and, you know, uh, it's a different breed. It sure. really is. I mean, I love, I love covering sports when I covered it, you know, I covered it, you know, like say for about three years in uh, Sioux Falls. And then when I first got here, but, uh, you know, I, we have, we have one of our guys who, who you know, during the postseason tries to see how many events he can go to in one day. Oh, geez. And that's just, that's just Herculean to me. Does he have kids? Oh yeah. Three. That's, that's oh, why God. he's doing it probably. <laughs> <laughs> Well, do you guys need a uh, high school correspondent from Northwest Ohio? I can call in on Friday nights. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, we'd have to have you do it. From, uh, actually call you from the sideline. Have you call from the <laughs> sideline for game updates? <laughs> well, we, we played uh, in the playoffs. We, we lost to Marysville last year. Yeah. Um, that that running back, he's going to Ohio State as a linebacker, I think. Linebacker, uh, Gabe Powers. Yeah. So that Woo! that. That guy, uh, he's he looked so much bigger on the field. It was, uh, it was crazy. It's crazy to see those like legit D one guys. Well, uh, one game they put him back here returning punts. Yeah, and there was a highlight on TV that there's about a hundred and forty pound kid who made a business decision, <laughs> <laughs> went went low as he could. Yeah. And Gabe just stepped right over him. We sitting there ah. watching like Mike. I mean, you know. Uh, he's 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 qu he's quite an athlete his his brother's good he's got yeah. a cousin the team was good i mean you know all that you know uh they were you know it's it, 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 it is something special yeah it obviously sucked to lose but it's 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 cool to see uh talent like that you know and and just the pure size right we have we have kids on our team like even when they like we have a uh tackle right now who uh, is going to University of Toledo, who just committed to University of Toledo. Um, Grant Zimmerly, his brother plays at BGSU. And uh, and our running back just got – he has an offer to UT and Army. Um, and he, he's been playing since he's a freshman. But to see those guys that that don't come around very often and, and when they go through the, our program, like, it's it's just cool to see, like um, – it, it's, it's cool to see them uh, just, like, become – what you what you hope for when you see them in eighth grade or seventh grade you yeah. know and and uh and and then, then this just to, to like hey i coached these kids or whatever it's a cool thing or played against you know gay powers or or you know i seen him yeah well and it also it also lets the guys in your team who are coming back to see what you know they can be yes you know it, it gives it, it gives them motive motivation as well there's always such a big jump i i noticed when I was the freshman head coach, I noticed a huge jump from freshmen to sophomores because they got that varsity coaching. Like they, they, they might not be varsity players. Uh, they might be JV players, but there's such a huge jump. And then the next time I see a big jump is when they're juniors into senior year, because there's something in her mind that says, well, I'm a senior. I have to, I have to be better. I have to prepare more. I have to do all this stuff. And there's always just another, another level that, that these seniors go through sometimes where it's like, wow, where, you know, that's it's awesome to see that. Yeah, and it's well, it's a reality to hit seniors. You yeah. know, it hit you when you were a senior. Hit me when I was a senior. Shit, this is it. Mm -hmm. You know, we're you know, and you know because us, you know, uh, only a small percentage go on to go on to play college. Yeah, it's it's uh, 
it's fun and it's fun to talk to them about it because that just to get in, inside their head like uh because i've i know a lot of these kids i've known them for a long time and, and i and i'll be straight with them i go uh what's going on this year last year you sucked man like like you were bad <laughs> and and they'll tell me like i know i was bad but but i felt like i had i just felt like i had to do better this year because like you said this is it no more you know and 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 to hear them say it it it, it uh it doesn't make them feel bad when i tell them that they suck <laughs> or they did before <laughs> no that's 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 part of them respecting you though yeah yeah you can say that and 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 they can you know like you said he goes yeah i did you know if he didn't respect you he'd be like yeah whatever coach i appreciate that you know and <laughs> yeah uh but but I, I again i think that's that's the big thing with it it's just about respect and mm-hmm. you go and you, and respect and as you will know respect earns both ways you earn the yeah. kids respect and the, and the and the athlete earns your respect mm-hmm. and it works it works that way and when 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 you got that together that's where that's where coaching really becomes you know i imagine very fun yeah oh very yeah very fun have you you said i imagine have you ever coached anything with any of your daughter's stuff um yeah i coached uh rec league soccer one okay. year yeah and mm, what it was it didn't want to go back (laughs) well when when we first moved here to uh columbus a friend of mine i went to college with uh he was a high school coach and he said hey would you be interested in in coaching and i was like yeah we just moved to columbus no i'm good and taylor i think it was her fifth grade year in soccer and i honestly don't know how coaches do this i don't know how you do it because all i know is you know after the first game games like at six o'clock it's over by seven after you do all the stuff i was home by eight i was in bed at 801 i was i was so exhausted i i didn't even know how i made it into the house and i thought i thought i i don't i mean this is rec league girl soccer (laughs) now now you you don't have to do parent control mm-hmm. for, for when you're coaching football, you know, and that's part of the frustrations. But yeah, I was I was just plum exhausted. But I will say it was it was kind of fun, you know, to see to what you talk to the girls about mm-hmm. come to fruition on the field, and and you know to to say if you stay over here when the ball's over here, it could come to you. And you can just kick it in. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Lee, I don't score goals. I've never scored a goal. <laughs> just listen to me. Just listen to me. You know, and and to see a kid score a goal who's never scored a goal and getting, you know, mobbed by her teammates comes yep. over and gives me a hug. I'm sitting here thinking, you know, now I can see why people do get I say coach. that's why you coach right there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the one it's funny because the one coach that uh is the Larry Wolf who coached Columbus Academy and uh, Bishop Reedy here in Columbus. He, uh, you know, he, he said, you know, what always motivated him was to strive for perfection. He said, I told, I told my assistants, if we ran one perfect play, either in practice or a game, I was retiring. Mm-hmm. He said, and I coached 40 years. Yeah. He goes, he goes, you know, he goes, there's a couple of times, 10 guys did it perfect. And one guy didn't, he goes, I was sitting there thinking I'm almost out of here. <laughs> yeah. that it, you, know, yeah. You, you find it. And, and I think, I think in another, in another world, I might've gone into coaching because I, 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 I do think that that would be, 
you know, enjoyable, mm-hmm. rewarding, and uh, just just to see just to see the athletes grow. I think yeah. that's going to be the most special part of it. That's that's you love the winning and losing. Don't sure. get me wrong, you love the winning and lose. You know, well, you love the winning, you hate yeah. the losing. But I, I just I just think seeing the growth of the kids would be phenomenal. That's what I enjoy about coaching. Um, you know, my son's baseball team, or last year was my daughter's uh, coach pitch team. Is I, I enjoy the growth of the of the kids too, be, and I see it in football. It's just from year to year, and for you know, uh, five and six year old coach pitch, it's from week to week. Uh, first week uh, the, of the 11 kids, maybe three hit off my pitches and the other ones had to bring tees out by the end of the year, they're all hitting off, off my pitches. And like to see that growth in such a yeah. short amount of time, like it's, that's what it's like, Oh man, this is crazy. It's, this, it's amazing. Yeah. What, what's happening here. I'll tell you what though, there's no sweating like coach pitch sweat when you're the guy out there throwing the ball too. Oh, I've hit, I've hit batters uh, too. My own batters. Oh, oh, I mean, <laughs> they, give me a practice swing. Okay. I'm going to try to hit that spot. <laughs> yeah. All the time. Every, and everyone knows that, right? That, that's why I say, all right. If, if they've missed a couple, all right, all right, let me just see a swing. See, swing it for me. Let's see. Let's see. Like get a practice one. And you're just like, really, it's just for me. This is, it's a game for me. I'm just trying to hit the bat. You're, you're just swinging it. You just swing it. <laughs> yeah. Cause, uh, uh, when my brothers, when Lynn, Lynn still lived in West Virginia, his oldest daughter, Olivia was playing and dad was out there watching the game and Lynn's out there pitching coach pitch Yeah, and struck out the side. <laughs> and, and my dad's out in center field going, that's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's awesome. Lynn's going to shoot me. <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm nervous this year because it's softball and yeah. uh, it's the same thing. So they, so the, the kids will pitch, but if they walk them, then the coach comes out and pitches, oh, okay. but, so but it's, it's been for, yeah, it's been forever since I've thrown underhand. Uh, so I got to make sure to get as much practice in as they do before our first game. Oh yeah. You know, I, m- I remember we had a uh, uh, girl on the team who was, just so much more advanced than the other girls. Her dad's like, she doesn't hit the real s- soft ones. You gotta, you gotta put some s- smoke behind it. And I'm like, how am I doing that? <laughs> I'm just trying to get it over the plate right now. I'm just, I'm just trying to hit bats, man. Yeah, just give yeah. me a break. <laughs> put some heat on it. What am I, Nolan Ryan up here? Get out of here. <laughs> <I know. laughs> oh man. So you've been at Columbus for forever now um is it uh how do you feel about ohio state fans ohio state what how do you feel about ohio state fans um because i have a pretty uh, opinion um, that that i've had you know they're like they're like uh most of your major college fan bases i mean they're passionate um I've I've gone to high state games. I went to the first uh, the first night game with lights, uh, the Northwestern game. Oh wow! Okay. Um, uh, you know, and we left at halftime mm-hmm. because uh, we were there, or four of us there, and I, if memory serves. I think I think uh, Maurice Claret was playing. Okay. And, but anyways, high state scored a couple touchdowns. We were in the end zone right in front of us and you stand up. Yeah. Yeah. And I had pulled on my shirt. 
or my coat. Yeah. Sit down. <laughs> what? Sit down. Jeez. And and so it was probably a couple years later. I took a couple Ohio State fans over to West Virginia game. Yeah. And we left. And I, I said, uh, uh, one of them, I said, what's the biggest difference between going to Ohio State and West Virginia game? He goes, oh, it's easy. He goes, Ohio State game. He goes, if you stand up, people tell you sit down. He goes, you go to a West Virginia game, you sit down, you got somebody smacking you inside the head saying stand up and cheer. <laughs> now, again, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, you know, that was my experience. And I know Ohio State, Ohio State can get loud as mm-hmm. all get out. Mm-hmm. And I've been there. Oh, what game was that? You know, it was, I can't think of the game. Uh, might've been Michigan state. Okay. I mean, I, I, I don't know outside of maybe a handful of events. I don't know that I've ever been around anything so loud. Really? I mean, it, it was just, it was just like loudest thing I've ever been to was, uh, uh, baseball game. And, uh, Minneapolis when I covered the Minnesota Twins. I mean, I got. Oh, I got they're playing in that press, dome, right? Yeah, I got yeah. on the press box phone and was screaming at the top of my lungs to John, and she couldn't hear me. Oh you know, on the other end. That's got to be yeah. so fun. I feel like. Well, I guess if you're trying to do a job, it might not be fun. But. Um, it was, it was, it was fun. I always tell people you were living a major league baseball player's life on a journalism s- salary. So, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, but I mean, it was, I mean, I, 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 it was, it was, it was fun. It was, it was something I'd, you know, you know, covering the games in Atlanta, I'd never trade that for anything. I mean, that was neat as hell. That's uh, yeah, that's, that, that's always one thing I would really, I, I would really want to do because I love sports and to be like, to be in it, to like talk to people all the time, to meet people. And it just, I don't know, it just seems like a, a real fun thing. Yeah, it is. Um, uh, I mean, I, I mean, I got to see the Minnesota Timberwolves, you know, first home game, and I was against the Bulls and Michael Jordan. Oh wow! Yeah, and you know, that's. What, I mean, you always know how good that guy was, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But when I got when I I, I got uh, stat sheet at the end of the game, I'm sitting there thinking, hey, eh, probably had you know 18, 20 points, a handful of this. Nah, he was in the 30s, and I mean, it was just it was just done so effortlessly. It yeah. was just amazing. Yeah. And uh, you know, I mean, I you know, I get really back into old school. You know, uh, you know, seeing Barry Sanders. Mm-hmm. You know, got to see him play a couple times in in Minneapolis. I'll never forget. Uh, uh, it was uh, Keith Millard who played, and I got like, hey, let me pick that up. I dropped the name. You know, but after the game. He, you know, you'd ask, you know, ask questions on, you know, I just said, what's it like tackling Barry Sanders? He said, go try to tackle air, you know, and I, I was just like, that's true. Cause you yeah. see these highlights to him and you're like, you know, people are just like this. Yeah. 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 Everyone always talks about, cause I, I'm a big Cowboys fan and Emmett Smith broke the Russian record. And I, so many Detroit fans are like, well, Barry Sanders would have done it if you would have. Yeah, he would have done it, but he retired, so he didn't do it. I would've, don't know what would've, you would have should have. Yeah, I don't know what what are you arguing here. You're not arguing anything. Um, of all the in in all your 35 years of of working mm-hmm. for newspapers and stuff, what's what's do you have like 
uh, one thing that really stands out or a couple of things that you did or stories you've written or places you've gone, something that stands out to you, or maybe it's somebody you met, you know, that, that you think about still. I know. Yeah. Um, I, I, wow. Off the top of my head. Cause yeah, I haven't really thought about it, but yeah. you know, uh, you know, uh, just, just by, by nature of the job. I mean, you know, I, I got to, uh, meet, uh, uh, president Bush. Oh, wow. When okay. Through, when he came through, I did, I did learn a lesson that, you know, you don't run, you know, you don't see secret service and take off running the other direction. Like a buddy of mine, I did. <laughs> oh, no. A little bit explaining to do on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, we thought it was a funny joke for a second. Um, uh, you know, just, just some of the people in clubs. I mean, uh, uh, I did a, uh, TV show with Jim Lachey. Okay. Yeah. The most genuine human beings on earth. Yeah. You know, just, just a, just a great guy. Uh, you know, um, uh, you know, there's, there's, you know, as far as things I've covered, you know, I, I, like I said, don't, you know, uh, the Memorial golf tournament's always neat, mm -hmm. you know, uh, to go out there, cover that. I don't do that anymore. But, Did, uh, uh, you know, the, the world series was phenomenal. I mean, the world sure. series is something you, you, I'd never forget. Yeah. You know, it was, it was so neat. So neat to do that being out there in Atlanta, uh, the old Fulton County stadium, which was, you know, it was, it was, a, it was a cesspool. I mean, under, under the bowels, you'd see rats oh, and everything. Man. Yeah. You know, but it was, it was, it was, it was as neat as anything. Um, you know, uh, covered, you know, college football games. I mean, it's, it's all been, it's all been fun. I mean, it's, you know, you know, I, I know, I know it's, you know, I'll get right off of here and say, ah, damn it. Yeah, that was, sure. That's the one. Um, <laughs> no, that's all right. It's yeah. a tough question for somebody who's, yeah. who's been doing it for so long. That's a, that's a tough question to, to answer. Cause I'm sure you don't yeah. sit around thinking like, Oh, what are my favorite things I've done in 1990? You know, like, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, uh, uh, but it's, yeah. But you know, like I say anymore, I don't, I don't get out a whole yeah. lot anymore, yeah. you know, which is, is both good and bad. I mean, um, I'd cover a game every Friday in South Dakota and the one, the one game there was about, it had snowed for two days. So it was yeah. about, you know, on the side <laughs> of the road, about two foot of snow Yeah, and it decided to get cold. And, you know, so it's about zero, it's miserable. And I told the sports editor, I said, you want to have somebody else in here help you. It's a lot for one person. He goes, yeah, that'd be nice. I said, I'll, I'll do it. I, 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 you know, I'll take one, take one for the team. I got you. <laughs> you know, and I even say to the, to our guys now, Hey, uh, Hey, how's that game out there tonight? Oh, it's 40 degrees and rain. And how you doing? Well, the studio is 72 and sunny. <laughs> Actually, it's a little hot in here. So I do. Yeah, well, I did. I I I do that to my buddy. Probably you probably you might not find it funny, but I do it to my buddy who drives FedEx. You know, it's thirty degrees and you know, sleeting. Yeah. Hey, how you doing, John? Real good. How you doing? Oh, I had to take off my sweatpants because man, it's just so hot in the house. <laughs> Click. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> well, you've earned that, right? You you've worked long. You you've worked. Yeah. You know, you've been out there. This is this is your time to to do this part of it now. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah, it's one way to look at it. Hey, you're too old to be out there. 
You can't. You, uh, you're no ACL having ass. You can't just be out there running around. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> well, I ain't running, I ain't running anywhere, pal. No. <laughs> My house uh, catches fire. I briskly walk out. Uh, did, did you have uh, Trey working for you too when when he was staying with you guys? I, I yeah, I that's him. kind of that's that's kind of a funny story because he yeah. was at the house and and uh, one of our guys called up and said. I've gotten sick. I can't go to the game. It was a big game, but it happened to be in Roundsburg where I live. Yeah. And so I called Trey and said, what are you doing? He goes, nothing. I said, good. You're going to cover a football game for us. Is that okay? He goes, what? I said, go in my closet, grab a this week's shirt, put it on, go down there and cover the game. You'll be fine. And he, and that was a start. Yeah. He covered football games for us for, what three years? Okay, all right. Yeah, you know, and, uh, he covered a lot of Gahanna's games. He kind of got in good with the folks at Gahanna, and I won't say it's because they've got good press box food. That's why Trey liked being there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just still trying to wrap my head around him putting on one of your shirts. Exactly. <laughs> he goes. He goes. This doesn't fit. I said, yeah, "You put a jacket on. <laughs> just tie it in the back." Exactly. <laughs> well, I thought I thought that was. Uh... I always thought it was neat. Uh, now that I think about it now as, as an adult, like um, just have like your nephew staying with you, you know, you're, you're helping him out. Uh, and obviously just with, with football stuff, he was helping you out with that. I'm sure he helped you out with more things, you know, but it, it was, it, it was, a, it was a, a, a real neat time. Yeah. You know, that, that's something that you don't expect, but something you really treasure. Yeah. You know, cause I, I will, I'll laugh about it still at times. Some of the things that we did, some of the things that went on, you know, both knucklehead and, you know, serious, yeah. you know, um, uh, but you know, I mean, it goes back to how we started this conversation. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's, 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 that's our family. That's many families. I mm -hmm. mean, you know, if, uh, you know, uh, uh, I, did you ever hear how that started? What, how Trey went down there or lived with you guys? Yeah. I, I don't know why. I know he, he was at he, OU. He was, coming, he, but... he was coming back from OU. Sorry, Trey. He was coming back from OU <laughs> and said he, he was on his way back. Um, are you guys going to be home? And it was the night we put out our football tab that it went to press. Okay. So it's like, a week of just crazy hours are done. So John and I would always go down to BW threes, mm -hmm. have a beer, have some wings, come home, sleep till Sunday. Yeah. And, uh, Trey says, well, I'll meet you. I, I'm coming here. And I said, okay, come on. You know, we'll go down. And we went down and, and I said, just spend the night. And they got up hanging around. He's just, Hey, once you, you know, you want to, you know, is it okay if I stay the weekend? Yeah, I don't care. Stay as long as you want. Yeah. You know. And that's, that's what, <laughs> yeah. Stay as long as you want. Well, yeah. I didn't mean three years, but. It's... Hey, but I, but I, 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 I tell him if he hadn't stayed here with me, he'd never met, would never would have met Kate. Yeah. And yeah. Three wonderful kids. Oh, yes. So I take, but... I take a lot of credit for that. <laughs> as you should, as you should. <laughs> Well, Lee, uh, thanks. I, I, I'll, uh, well, hold you. I hold you to an hour, like like we talked about. But I, uh, I appreciate you coming on here. Like I said, I, I enjoyed the conversation. And maybe um, I know it's pretty busy for you and stuff. But maybe during the football season, we can catch up and talk about uh, Columbus football and 
the happiness. I would there love to. There's, there's you, Lorenzo, and I do mean this. Anytime you call, I'll answer and we'll do this. I, awesome. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy talking with you. Uh, you know, uh, I'd love to get up. I love to get up in that area a little bit more. I don't, I, you know, Leslie and Mike are over there in Elmore. Yeah. So, and you, do you still live in Perrysburg? I live in Perrysburg. Yep. yep. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. We and, have a guest, uh, we have a guest room in the basement. Come on up. Hey. Yeah. And that's highfalutin for me. Yeah. Give me a couch. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's, it's, it's good to talk. It's good yeah. to, you know, yeah, I know that you're doing well and that's that, you know, uh, that makes me feel good. Cause I, I, you know, uh, there was a time where I could pick on you. That, sure. that time's long past, <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, you know, it's, it, it's good to see, you know, you know, you, Trey, Kurt, you know, Gump, uh, yeah. you know, just all, you know, all those guys, you know, just, just doing well. And, uh, I'm, I'm not surprised. I mean, well, we're, they, we're actually, uh, we're actually all getting together in June. We're all, uh, there's nine of us going down to Austin and hanging out. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. But you guys, but but, but you know, the thing about this, that doesn't even concern me because you guys all have good heads on your shoulders. Yeah, yeah. You'll have fun, but you're not you're not stupid. Correct. And that's that's Correct. one thing I've always admired about you guys. Yeah. You know, I saw that you know at uh, Trey's wedding that 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 struck me. You know, oh. seeing how you guys were, uh, you know, you, you you guys you guys seem to be doing this damn adulting thing pretty well. Well, thank you. Thanks. It's <laughs> we, I appreciate that. And uh, I, again, I appreciate you coming on, uh, coming on the podcast and having a, having this conversation. All right. Have a good one, Lorenzo. Yep. You too. Thanks everybody for checking out this episode of the Nerdball podcast. Please rate, v- review and subscribe wherever you're hearing this on any of the podcatchers on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. We're kind of coming at you two times a week now, audio and video. Check us out on all the social medias. Just search the Nerdball Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We're out there. Uh, Gmail is thenerdballpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to shoot us an email, we'd be happy to get back to you. Thanks to Real JP Multimedia, Cuttlefish Graphics, Perrysburg Junior High STEM Lab, and Big Daddy Graphics for helping out the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.